Hello, beautiful people and fellow whiners, and welcome to another episode of A Little Something, the number two. What about with your hostesses, with the toastesses, Siobhan Camille. Hey. And Tae Michelle. Okay, where sips get real. Uh, I'm sorry, y'all. And we wine while we wine about life, relationships, culture, and so much more. Um, If you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, just come on over to YouTube. If you're on YouTube, hit like, share, subscribe, do all that. Just get that out the way. Uh, It is third here Wednesday, and we are therefore wine with the guys. And we're going to talk today about preparing for fatherhood because both of the guys on here are fathers. Yeah. So we're going to talk about preparing for fatherhood and all of the goodness and jazz that comes with that. So grab a glass of your favorite red wine, red wine, yes, red, red wine, red, white, rosé, pinot de agua, and so much more. Or get a flask because Trey out here popping flask. And join us on the couch. If you are, dream, if you are, you know, listening and driving because one of our Don't guys drink. in the car. Don't drink and drive. Be responsible. He's being responsible today, yo. So he got water. <laughs> I mean, I got water too. I'm being responsible. I'm just. I got <laughs> carbohydrates, sugar, and electrolytes. I got wine. <laughs> and wine. <laughs> I got that people. Hey, y'all. Hey, so before we let our guests this is introduce themselves, I hope y'all know y'all have a productive week. Y'all have this few weeks. Like I said, I've been up since five o'clock this morning, and I look like it. Um. <laughs> So this month we are featuring wines from France. El Français. I don't think I said that right, but it's it it's there now. Um so while we jump into the next segment of our show where we talk about our awful crazy experience. Go, sissy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um I'm gonna let the guys introduce themselves before I do my wine. I feel like we should just let y'all, you know, <laughs> let's get that out the way, fellas. All right. <laughs> Go, yes. <laughs> All right, it's your boy Trey Proper from Blurs and Whiskey. Uh, I was formerly known as a three-show phenom, but now it's down to one. I'd have left the other two shows alone. I gotta focus on the main thing right now, so that's where I'm at right now. Representing Blurs Whiskey, you can also get some merch like I'm wearing here and Blurs Whiskey Shop on Etsy and. Come holler at us, help us grow so we can do more. I have so many questions, but we will talk about that after. Because I I, I have questions, really about one, not the other. <laughs> the other one, whatever. But one of it's them- It's still going. They're they doing good. They're doing good. They're doing good. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm Ariane Mims. This is like my fourth or fifth time on this show. Um, yeah. They not yeah. guests no more. I told y'all I three times. Y'all, 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 you know, y'all, 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 Vin de France. Bless you. Of France. <laughs> Come on now. Hey, <laughs> there, I have uh, La Vieille Femme. 
I don't know what that means. Like, I don't know if this is a grape or not. I'm assuming it is. It's their 2021. Um, I can't read this because it's in this like cursive in addition to being in French. So I have none. I do have something on the back and it is in English. So we will read that later. But uh, it's a, I don't really know what this is. It's like a pinkish, like a blush color. It's probably a rosé. But it's not, it doesn't look like it. They don't it. say it on the back in English? <laughs> no. <laughs> not in English, no. It just says pale pink in color. But you can be a, but it doesn't have to be that. Because, like, we both know white Zinfandel is pink. And it's, well, white Zinfandel was an accident. So that's a whole other story. <laughs> I mean, and that's true. But I'm just saying, I'm not going to assume that. I'm not going to assume that about France. Because it's France. So I don't. I don't know, but we got it. I said I feel like it's a rosé. Okay. So I got... Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Please know, Sharon did tell me how to say this before we started recording. (laughs) That don't mean I recall. I tried. I tried. Um, My home... home. Villages. (laughs) My own villages. <laughs> Sound like an apartment complex in Landover. Okay. Right. <laughs> cool. uh, like a hotel chain by Hilton. Right. My own villages. Why are you saying this wrong? And I'm tired and I don't remember what she said, but it said Mac on. That one. Oh. Oh it's oh either Macon or Macon, but I I don't oh. really remember That's, what I said Macon. You have to you talk like your right? nose is you pinched. Gotta, you gotta That's how you have to talk. Macon. You gotta spit in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> like all of that. <laughs> oh, oh. 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 The French don't really listen to us. Yes. <laughs> That's not. But they should, so that they can correct us. I'm I'm all a bit corrected. I really do want to learn French when I'm not tired. Um. But so for y'all who don't know, this is a Chardonnay because I wanted a French Chardonnay and this was the only one that my store had. Everything else was a Bordeaux or, or a, I had, it was a Bordeaux, a Sauvignon, um, a Cabernet Sauvignon or a Merlot. I was like, oh. I don't necessarily want that. I want something white. I do know that France is more, most like, most famous for their reds, which is why I wanted to try their whites. So that was my logic behind it. Um, so yeah, it is white. And <laughs> so descriptive. <laughs> Open the damn bottle, man. Let's see what it I'm tastes like. I'm not opening it. So for those who don't know, oh. I've started my health thing again. Um, everything hurts. <laughs> Let's just jump right on in here finally. Um <laughs> prepare for fatherhood. Both of y'all have children. Uh 
Because real life is happening. Go. Yeah, uh-huh. the, the husband. Oh. The son. And the nephew. <laughs> I was like, I saw a nephew. <laughs> um, so we parents, clearly. And real life. <laughs> and so do y'all. So um, here's my question. Now, I know that this may be this and this may vary because of where you were then and where, where you are now. And I'm looking more for to, to Mr. A Mims about this one because he's got a baby baby under one year at the house now. Congratulations. And a, and a teenager. So, you know, the gambit. Oh damn. You all over again? I thought that was your first one. Uh, I, 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 I wasn't planning on starting over, but that's all happened. So my question is. Um, just in general, how how did you take the news of the I'm pregnant? Tracy, okay, you can be you can tell us how old you were at the time. God, he done cracked the scissors. You can tell us how old you were at the time because I know age and and relationship with that person can impact some things. So when it was stated to you, I'm with child. <laughs> okay. Um. The first time, and I can actually speak about this, like I said, I got my son in the car too, and I already spoke to him about the whole scenario of all this. And he knows like, the, for the most part, what the situation was now that he's older. But um, with him, it was like, oh, okay, that's the luck in life, um, figure that out. And it's only because of prior situations that led up to that that's point. And that's, why, and that's why my response was my response. But like I said, there's other, that's a whole nother story, but there was more to that. And that's why my response was my response. Now for the baby now, it was just like, all right, cool. So I remember I just, I got, I found out on Christmas Eve. And um, I just got over being out, I had like a real bad sickness. And um, I was like, hey, go ahead, give me some envelopes. Cause I, I had this whole plan. I was like this whole financial plan. I was like, give me some envelopes. I'm gonna set this whole thing up. And she walks back into my office with the envelope, but there's something in it. Of course, it's a pregnancy test. And I look at it. I'm like, oh, well, go get another envelope because now I got to start playing for this one now, too. So, um, and so I'm like, I'm bugging out. All right, what I got to do? I got to get this. I got to get this. So, you know, it's just, it's either you're going to go into, you know, instant father mode or you're, or you're not. And even still with my son, it was still, it was still instant father mode. It's just, I didn't like the situation. And still I made things work and I was still there and being present. Um, Cause it'd be at my, at my conscience. It's like, yo, you can't have a, a child out here and not be part of uh, his or her life. And so you step up and that's the type of, um, you know, type. I had those type of father figures. I had my, my stepdad and I had my uncles and my grandfathers and they're all great fathers. And so it was just like, okay, well, they never, abandoned me or nor would they have they abandoned their other kids or anything like that so who am I to do the same thing and it's like yes I might not care for the person but feelings aside I have a young man to raise now and that's what I'm going to do and so um that was my response like I said two different ends of the spectrum but at the end of the day love both these kids to the death I'll do anything for them amen um I I have one son. He's fifteen. Um, I have I have three bonus children, but so I wasn't there when they was conceived. But 
Uh, for my son, I was about 22, I think. 20, I, probably, I was 21. So I was still a kid in my mindset. I was about to say, Trey, I feel like we around the same age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to, okay. Math is not my strong suit. Y'all should know that by now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, but I, I know his birthday and I'm good. But um, when I found out, I was in a, I was in a relationship um, with my son's mother, and to be to be blatantly honest, I was I was being I was in my whole phase. Like we was together, but we weren't together. But you know, it was like, oh, you're throwing up for the third time today. Um, let's let's go let's go take a let's go let's go to the CPS. And of course, we went, and I asked that infamous question. So what you want to do about it? And she said she wanted to keep it. We were officially in a relationship at that point. Like, okay, this is how we're gonna go. Um, I, I was I was never of the mindset of not being there or not being accountable for my actions. I knew what I did. I shot up the club. I was I was there. So like it's like it is a chance we're taking. All right, my my dumb ass at twenty one was like, all right, cool. I, I could be a dad. I could be a father. I could step up to the plate with my broke ass. So <laughs> that's what that's what I attempted to do. Um, but yeah, that was my reaction. It was just like, okay, giving her the choice, like, hey, I don't know how you gonna feel about this, but I watch enough news to know that it's your body, your choice. What you wanna do? All right, you wanna do that? Cool, let's move forward from there. Now everything I'm watching enough news. <laughs> we was in our 20s, we watching no damn news. I watched enough to know not to say, uh, you gonna get rid of that right now. <laughs> 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 you, know, you watch enough uh uh, what is it? Girls Club, because Love and Hip Hop wasn't out there. I ain't watching it. I watched, what was that? Flavor of Love? I watched Flavor Love. Oh, Lord, Flavor Love. Uh, what oh, was that? No, what is it? What's this one? The, them. Jerry? Oh, Shore? Ringer? No, yeah, Jersey Shore, Jersey. yeah. Oh. No, yeah. I ain't watched that. I ain't watched that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I was just like, Silver, all right, cool, let's go for it. Rules, all that. What was it? That's that. Yeah. Real Real Rules was when we was kids. We was in high school when that was coming out. Right. We was in high school, college. It was still yeah. high school. We was in college. It was fading out, but okay. We weren't really watching it like that then. That's <laughs> why I had to come out with Bad Girl Club because he tried to get everybody back, and then that evolved into all the nonsense we have now. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, VH1. Yeah. <laughs> y'all were responsible adults, is what y'all are saying. Even well, yeah. I mean, Cody, you got you got there, but I I knew what happened yeah. when I was there. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you were. I was there. I wasn't like physically there, but I was when when she was pregnant. I was like, oh, oh. Okay. Now I was there. I Not the church, That's the church. Bless your heart. Oh. I didn't know y'all, and that's what it was. I didn't know y'all official status. So when I was like, oh. Oh, okay, so they are together. Like it was that. And then that was it. Like nothing else. I think I ran into them like twice at Walmart when she was pregnant. No, I was at the baby shower. That was awkward too. Cody's yeah, mom. That was very awkward. Cody's mom nope. was that was the most <laughs> awkward baby showers <laughs> I've ever <laughs> I love your mom though, but she made it extremely awkward for me. <laughs> One of the many times I fell up the stairs, you know. Just my <laughs> Certain things being said by home. What? That's, oh, oh madam. Oh, okay. So then next question. Birthing experience. Mm. I know we talked about okay. Now the girl says I'm pregnant. What you going, you know, what you discussed what's going to happen. The baby's being kept. 
nine months later or whatever time frame whatever or whatever because yeah. <laughs> you know uh-huh. <laughs> get the phone like? or the rollover my water broke what did you what did you go? i oh. want to know the delivery story Go. <laughs> okay um i remember with my son i remember it was november 13th 2009 and i just got off of work i drove about 40 minutes to the city that him and his mom were in and um i walked straight into the house i walked straight to her belly i'm like all right son you can come out now and I swear to you, maybe about 45 minutes to an hour later, she started having contractions, but she didn't know those contractions. She's like, I keep getting these weird feelings and they like they keep coming and going. Yeah, those are, those are called contractions. We need to respond to these things, right? So then it finally gets to the point where like, okay, they're getting closer. So it was like, all right, boom. She got in the car with her mom. I was in my car. I don't know why I was speeding ahead of them. Like I was actually going to like help her get there faster. But I remember taking off, being in the hospital, and then on November, uh, excuse me, yeah, November 14th, 2009, uh, 2.53, he um, came into the world, and I was right there with him. I'm like, yo, <laughs> what's up? And he and we, we locked eyes, he came out, I was like, yo, we here. I got you, B. And that that was that. And then with my um with my daughter, Dakota, she, um. Let's see, like, oh, I had a horrible headache and neck ache from practicing, drilling and all that. And uh, and her mom was upstairs walking around and all of a sudden I keep getting knocks on the door like, yo, you need to get your stuff together and let's go. And um, it was pouring rain, it was thunder or lightning, kind of reminds me of that one part of the J. Cole verse. Um, can't remember the name of the song, but if you listen to it, you'll know exactly why I was, what I'm talking about later on. But anyway, we so we hop in the car, we drive to the hospital, we try not to hydroplane, get there. And she's asking for epidural, and I'm like, all right, now I think it's too late. Uh, based on your contractions, and and then once again, Dougie her into the room, and then she's like, yeah, give me the epidural. And then it was like, you're about to give it to her, and then all of a sudden the head starts popping out. I'm like, it's too late for that now. And so the same thing happens. Um, <laughs> uh, August 30th, uh, to 2022, oh. at 9.16, an 11 pound, uh, excuse me, 7 pound, 11 ounce baby came into the world. And um, yeah, and like I said, we locked eyes too. Like I said, I'm, I'm right here. Like, come on, You're like, I, I'm there, I got you. And it was like, you wanna cut the cord? Of, of course I wanna cut the cord. So, you know. <laughs> Let me see them things. I'm right there with you. Nah, okay. I remember the doctor arguing with me about the time and all that. But nah, 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 nah. It, it was 9.16. I watched. Uh, uh, <laughs> I watched. I looked. We locked eyes. It was the time. So um, <laughs> that was um, that, that was their birthing story. Both, like I said, I was present. I wanted to be there. I wouldn't have no any other way. Um, shout out to both women. They were both troopers in it. As much pain that I went through, but they they were tough and they handled their business. So um, much love and respect to all you women that give birth, because that is something from a male perspective that we would never want to experience. But um, but I'll definitely sit by your side from a distance to make sure you know you can grab me too tight, you know, too arm, you know, I'm arms length. You can grab me, 
it's a little bit, but don't grab don't you pull on my shirt and my neck and all like me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, oh, I gave a whole punch, like straight slam in the lungs. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm, I'm, hey, I have heard has no baby, so uh yeah. I don't know yet. <laughs> Javon gonna be like, uh, what's that girl off that movie the um uh, with Eddie Murphy? The exorcist over oh. her legs and she was like <sighs> and she Oh was Scron J? Boomerang. Listen, I no, I don't wanna not feel anything. My mom didn't feel me, and that's why I was a C-section baby, because she didn't feel contractions. Uh, okay. So I was C-section because my mama was like, kind of like with Crystal, like it's something weird happening. My mom was like, the doctor was like, had her hooked up to a whole machine. When you feel the next one, push. And my mom was like, you didn't feel that? Oh, that little discomfort? Yeah, we're going to have to cut you or she's not going to come out because you're not you're not pushing when you're supposed to. So that's not going to be me. I'm not that strong. I always said if I gave birth that I was going to like practice the sumo squat so I could do them things for like a day because I was going to squat my baby out. Somebody going to come catch this because I saw... what I just say? <laughs> I, saw my, I, saw, I saw Keisha. I saw my God, my, you know, Pooh, my Pooh, his mama. I saw her birthing video and the rippage because of how they had her. And I was just like, yo, squat it. Somebody come get this kid. I'm going to just squat this baby out. That's, I'm going to with a fisherman's net, just host it, If you squat, no, you should do it in water. So, but somebody, yeah. somebody be responsible and catch it. I'm just, I'm here to push at that. <laughs> Don't ask me to do shit else. Please put that on YouTube. Please. Oh, like, come on, come on. <laughs> I thought you going to do this. Okay, Trey, let's go. Uh, shout out to the November babies. I had one in November 20th, 2007. Um, so, <laughs> Scorpio. He is Scorpio. Scorpio. Yeah. Oh, damn. He should have waited. <laughs> yeah, definitely Scorpio. Yeah, Scorpio. Yeah, but, um, I thought about it. I was like, oh. So okay. for pretty much pretty much every day, for, I was working at Sprint at the time. And uh, pretty much every day I come home, once I know, once I noticed it, it was, it really wasn't real, real, real to me until I saw that belly pop up and him trying to kick out. And I was like, there's something in, there's something really in Okay, but you know, saying I I started talking to him. I started. I had Trey hits Trey. Little Trey speaks so well. I'm convinced that it's because I had full sentences with him while he was in utero, and every day I come home be like, "Hey, buddy," and he he just started going, and she would be pissed at me because she'd be like, "He was he just went to sleep. He just stopped moving. Why do you keep doing it?" I'm talking to my kid, but anyway, so the day of the birth. You'd have got punched in the throat, Trey. Oh, every time he hit me, I would hit you. <laughs> okay? You'd have got Woo! Woo! You want to feel this? I'd have held it all in and waited until the delivery to be like, come here. Come here, please. Come. She got my hand. She got my hand. Um, <laughs> that's all she could do because I'm three times her size. Anyway, um, so uh, the, day, the day before the delivery, we had went out to eat somewhere. She always had a thing for marinara sauce. To this day, I like no, I'm not eating this spaghetti. Leave me the hell alone. We yeah, we went to go get some type of Italian food. I think she had lasagna, something like that. She had stomachache all night. She blew up my bathroom. I know she won't hate me if she ever hear this. Blew up my bathroom. <laughs> so we laying in the bed at night, and she wake me up. I don't feel too good. I'm like, oh, okay, should we go? All right, let's go. So we got dressed. 
threw her in the car, ran to the car, drove to 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 Holy Cross. Guy the neighbor's like, nah, you good. You ain't you ain't gotta worry about it. she ain't she's not even dilated. Just go back home. We get halfway back down down to we was living in New Carrollton, halfway down to New Carrollton. Um, sorry for the people who don't live in Maryland and don't, don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But uh got back home and officially, like she was like, as soon as we pulled up, she starts screaming. Stomach start hardening up. I'm like, oh, so we drove back up there. This family did not come until like 11 o'clock that night and He's almost there the other thing is <laughs> the other thing is he was he's he's he was an active baby so he was in there moving he was moving and grooving he bouncing around all, all the time so he ended up having the cord wrapped around his neck so like okay we got to do emergency c-section um at this time i had i had dropped her pretty much not dropped her off but i stayed there long enough because she ain't continue dilating then I went back home because I ain't get a chance to take a shower yet. And my homeboy was driving me. We got halfway down the beltway and I got a call. They doing an emergency section. He got a cord wrapped around his neck. Got to come back, zoom back up there. Made it there in time for me to see the big blue sheet. If y'all have a hat, anybody who had a C-section know that. Men do not stand up and look over the sheet. Trust me, don't do it because you're going to see some stuff you don't want to see. You think? You can see that <laughs> thing on, on, on TikTok. Don't go looking for it. At this point, mm, it's on social it. media. Scroll past it. But yeah, I just got to see my girl opened up all the way. Like, no, uh-uh. Mm. But anyway, she had my hand. She crushed it, you know, broke about two fingers. And they took him out and he started crying. And I, I was, I saw him over on the side and was like, hey, buddy. And he turned his head and he smiled. I was like, God damn it. This is my boy. This is my Oh my God! First, oh, all, I want to take this moment to say, Cody, I need you to turn the light on. You real darkness. The lights, yeah, the lights on. Uh, the I like, can do. Dude. Okay. Like I, I was, I was trying he to beat the. He said this what I said. <laughs> it got dark, eh? All right. So my question is this: Then, how do y'all? Did y'all do any of the? How did you prepare? Since this is the whole thing about preparing for child for for fatherhood, and I and I know that. For anybody who's raised kids, there's really no prep. We all know that you kind of, because you don't know the kids that's going to come out to you. You don't know that personality. You don't know any of that. So again, all these baby books are really just telling you some general crap that may not even be applicable to your actual child. <laughs> but at the same point, sometimes it's even just a mental preparation. Like, let's be real. We go to we go to work sometimes and you like, I know this person going to say this to me. And here's how I stay having my job and not going to jail. Sometimes you got to do that preparation. So for your child, <laughs> every day for the last two weeks, was there any way that you prepped as far as like books or like conversations, people you sought out an elder or a father figure, or like, you just was like, I'm just going to buy a bunch of stuff and pray to God. I am the oldest of seven. I didn't have, I, I changed my fair share of diapers. I could do shit my eyes closed. What no, that was one of the biggest points of contention in that relationship during that pregnancy was that you don't read the books. When I watched the movie Knocked Up and she was complaining about that, I was I was mad because I was tired of hearing about the damn books because it came around the same damn time. And I shouldn't take my pregnant girlfriend to go see that stupid ass movie. But anyway, <laughs> I don't know why you set yourself up for that, sir. I don't know why either. I was just like, <laughs> I, I, I could go watch that. It's gonna be funny. But anyway, it's gonna be um, funny if you're pregnant. We can relate. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. My that's what you were thinking. <laughs> so I didn't read any books. I already knew about colic. I already knew about uh, just like stupid, like don't, don't, 
you know what I'm saying? You know, I knew how to swaddle a baby. It was like, I know what I'm doing. Like, stop tripping. Stop crying when she, she gonna kill me if she ever hit this. I hope she don't watch this. But when after the day after he was born, she had an issue with getting her milk to come down because she wanted to breastfeed. Now, the little bit of knowledge I do know is because I, when I was a kid, I was ear hustling and my mama talking and listening to what she had to say. And what the, what the, what, I don't know what they call the lady who do the milking, but she helped her through that process. So I was like, oh, your milk ain't coming up? I know how to do this. You just want to touch my titty? No, I'm trying to help. Shut, so I massaged her glands mm -hmm. to the point that it came down and it came out. She was like, ah. it's like, yeah, yeah, because I'm always right. That's why. Now That's I'm always why. right. <laughs> uh, that part. But I ain't prepared for shit. I was like, I, but I, it's, it was a level of arrogance that I had that I kind of still have to this day, but I really didn't feel like I needed to. It, it could have helped. It could have helped to just be like, all right, happy girlfriend, happy life, whatever, to just at least fake like he read the books. But at that time, 21-year-old me wasn't thinking about that. He was like, I know what the fuck I'm doing. Stop, stop bugging me. Now thinking about that. Y'all let this man sit here and tell y'all it was just then. He was then. He, he ain't reading anything like I ain't got no more babies coming. I'm good. <laughs> no, I don't. So you think psychologists like, right? I know for a fact. <laughs> uh, for myself, really, it was um. I think I've been mentally prepped for this like throughout life, and you don't really realize it because you know you have your, maybe have your younger sibling and you change their diaper, or you have your cousins or stuff like that, and you like you took care you took care of them. Um, I used to get called every once in a while from people at church. I'm like, yeah, can you go and watch my kid? with stuff like that. So it was all little little things that happened throughout life. Even high school, I had like, I needed an extra class. So I had like, took like a home ec class and then I had the class where they actually gave you the baby. And I remember you, that. Uh, yeah. so you, right. You get child development. Yeah, there we go. So I, I did that. <laughs> I did that. She set me up with the with the okie doke. She had like, I'll tell you on the hardest setting, but she's like, you pass with Brian Colors. So I'm like, yeah, because I've been doing this my whole life and they haven't realized I've been doing it. But so like getting to the point where now I'm actually about to be a father, you know, um, and have one of my own. It's just kind of like instinct. You, you're going to figure out stuff. So you not read anything. No. Um, I think it's like a lot of stuff like Trey kind of said, you kind of like you ear hustle, you heard stuff while you're growing up. Um, and a lot of stuff like you know, you actually you just have your experience. Uh, I think the only book I touched was like the book of names. I was trying to figure out what I was going to name my son. I think that's the most of a book I ever touched. Um, any in the package or stuff like that we got, I didn't need that. Like, I'm willing to do whatever I feel like done. Now, if I need some advice, you know, you got your mom, you got your, your grandparents, you got, you got people that went through, you got your close friends that. <laughs> I had kids a little earlier than, than than you expected, but they went through it too. So that like, you always had them for advice as well. So um, no, there's no no true prep, no new book. No, I mean you have Google and stuff like that at that point in time. This is early, uh, you know, that early was two thousand. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so that was to answer your question. No, there's no true prep other than life itself and engaging with certain kids as I was growing up. I get it. I, 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 I will say, yes, that's true. Because taken from the person who watched a whole bunch of kids, but they had to be potty trained. So I never learned how to change a diaper until my son got here. Um, <laughs> legit. Like, nope. No, I pregnant and all. And everybody was like, 
my family, whole family was like, you have to learn how to change diaper. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that, no problem. It was like, oh, baby hair, cool, then I got it. Boom, no, boom, no, boom. no, 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 no. I, I didn't even think twice. I just knew what to do with it. <laughs> when I tried to change my little sister, my baby sister's 10 years younger than me. I put her diaper on backwards. I went through like five diapers. My sister Erica under me took her from me and changed her because my my redhead sister was bloodshot red because it, it it had been so long and I was trying to change her diaper. And at the time, I was 11, 12. So, yes, my I didn't play with baby dolls. I played with doll babies. Like, like I was not prepared. So you said, fuck the training wheels. No. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. It's someone who carried a whole child. I never carried a child and I learned how to change a diaper when I was seven. Yeah, Shout out to my cousin Jared because he was the one I changed his diaper. And I tell him that he's in the he's in somebody's armed forces. I think he's in the Navy. He got a daughter now. He all married and grown and all that stuff. And I was seven and his my aunt Eric, my aunt Erica, um, had a baby and I was staying over there and, and he was there. And to me, again, I because I didn't play with baby dolls. I didn't play with doll babies. I didn't play with any of them. But it was like a real kid. And she was like, yeah, I got to go change him. Can I help? And she kind of looked at me like, are you serious? But for anybody that knows me and y'all been listening to the podcast, I like to learn. So at seven, to me, it was like learning experience with a real kid. And I think I did it twice. And she's like, I did it. I did it the first time. I watched her, figured it out. She helped me through it. The second time I did it well by myself. She was like, that was pretty good. A plus for me, as far as I'm concerned, I'm done. And I, but, and I never changed another diaper until my got my other godson, because Cody's son is technically my is my godson as well. So <laughs> my first godson, Puda, my Puda got here. When Puda got here, then I was back to changing diapers. But that was like 15, 17, 18 years after Jared. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I can change a diaper at seven. Good for me. I'm done. Yeah, no, no, child development, when they said choose an elective, I was like, it was child development or cooking. Kids, no. Cooking, hell no. But I had to do, I got to eat. So I'm going over here. See, we here. We here. We here. They didn't offer child development in my school. Girl, they had people wrapping flour. Carrying that stuff around the school. I remember, but I remember when Cody did child development. Was that junior year or senior year? That was, I think that was my senior year. That was senior year. I remember when Cody did childhood development, and I'm going to tell y'all why. Because we dated senior year in the beginning. And so when he went into childhood, I just remember me being like, well, good, sir. Because one of yeah, good. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> one of us is going to have to know how to do this. <laughs> like, I knew how to do it, but I was like, well, you, your knowledge will be a little more closer if it's something some, left. There's something wrong right. with this woman. <laughs> no, but that, you know what the funny thing is? That hasn't changed since then. It's, it, that's, that's, I mean, that's the mentality <laughs> of Siobhan. Yeah, I, no, I, I, I ain't saying change. I'm just saying there's something wrong. That's not wrong. Wrong. I want him, I want my dude to know how to change a diaper. How is that wrong? How's that wrong? No, it wasn't that. It's just like even at that age, it was like, and she's Siobhan. Like, yeah, and no, no, like no matter what, you know. Forever. 
forever <laughs> been that way. Right? Uh, never and like, it's, it's kind of funny because when you kind of see like, like you know, have that little check mark in their head, like, oh, you can do that. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Well, <laughs> <can you> do? <laughs> are you the best candidate? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Let's no, okay, talk about like, <laughs> We're not talking about me, we're talking about y'all and preparing. <laughs> okay, y'all not gonna do this to me today. Y'all will not. No, we won't. Right. No, hey, we won't. Hey. All, right, all right, cool. Next question. <laughs> okay, so my last and final question What, um, because we're talking about preparing for fatherhood, um, what would be how would you prepare? I know we know we learn through life experiences what we take away, how we view things, and what is usually what we implant in our children. So what would you tell your child who one day, far, 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 far in the future, um, comes home and says, you're about to be a granddaddy. I said far, 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 like, you know, I'm just looking at him right now. I'm like, I wish you might. Um, <laughs> I'm a baseball bat at. Uh, um, yeah, specifically because y'all both have sons, y'all sons. I mean, I know you got a daughter, Cody, but that's that's a different situation. Yeah. So your sons, particularly as men, yeah. would you say? Um, I think, I think the rule for me. I don't know why it's a rule for me, but you at least have to be 23 or older before you have one. And I was like, hey, when you entered the world, I was 23. So that's my rule. You have to at least be that in. But more, more importantly, you got to be able to take care of yourself. And not only that, like you got to take care of yourself, now you got to take care of this other human that you brought into this world. And then on top of that, you got to make sure his mother, his or her mother is good. It's like you're, you have all that responsibility now. So unless... You know, you're prepared for that. You got a full on game uh, game plan. Then, hey, cool. Long like I said, long as you meet that standard. Now, you come to my house anytime before that, twenty three. Okay, cool. Hey, let me see my grandbaby. All right, cool. Kiss, kiss, love, love, all that. Yeah. Now take take your child back with you because you broke the rule. <laughs> don't don't just think you're gonna bring them over to uh papa house what was i don't know i don't think about the name but you know don't think he's gonna bring oh, I got him, my name I'm him or her <laughs> nima big mama, big big mama. mama. Okay. i'm always oh, big mama uh, i don't know i might be pop pop i don't know i might be one of those but <laughs> i'm gonna be half step gma apparently <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but yeah, that's just, you know, that's my thing. It's just, you know, be responsible and understand what the, the, uh, what can come of actually having sex and possibly having a child. Like, are you prepared for that type of stuff? And, you know, there's certain stuff that, um, that my son does now as far as gauging with my daughter. You know, it's like, I see myself when I was growing up, like, all right, the engagement I had to learn. But yeah, all in all, like, the rule is you must be 23 or older before you have one, or you have to be 23 by the time the baby comes. Otherwise, like I said, it's, you got this chief. Like I 23 I and, can, and responsible. I can, I can assist. I'm going to be that grandparent, but you made the conscious decision to do that and understand what the repercussions are or consequences are of that. And so I'm not going to pick up your slack because you just wanted to have fun and, 
beyond responsible. So that's my thought process on that. So for me, it's a it's a little bit different, but also similar. I didn't put an age range on it. Uh, pretty much for little Trey, it's it's you need to be able to take care, like you said, to be able to take care of yourself. But I've been more specific. Um, you need to be able to house yourself, mm-hmm. transport yourself, and feed and clothe yourself as well as your child and your lady. So if you can't do that until you get to that point, you don't need to be there. I can't. I can't force you. I can't, I can't tell you what to do. I can't run up on you and you in the closet with the little girl and yank your ass out the closet. I can't do that. But if you choose to do that, understand that it's going to be ex- exceptionally hard for you because it's been hard for me. And me and his mother, we co-parent and we've been co-parenting for 15 years. It ain't been always been easy, but things would have been significantly better if I had prepared financially for raising a child because it's this it's not going to get easier out here for his generation and his following generation it ain't going to be easy especially being a a large black man in america you have to be able to take care of yourself before you can take care of anybody else so if you can't do that don't be shooting up nobody's club that's what i've been telling him not don't be shooting nobody oh we we shoot straight well we told hey we don't me and trey we curse you know we don't care (laughs) we talk like men that's how we do it as you should. That's okay. Oh, I can't say you can't. He iffy. I'm, I'm different. I'm a little different. Mm-hmm. But I've heard. Them. But um, around me, I'm auntie and, and half step. So and half step. not half step. Yeah, I'm not. So y'all can cuss all you want, just don't cuss at me. But y'all can cuss around me. Go for it, cause I, yeah. I got no filter. I. I know they're going to do it. I think it's me because I'm a little more old school, like in certain things. I have mm-hmm. to, I have to le- relearn. Like, okay, Michelle, <laughs> how do you like? And realistically, I'm realistic about it. It's just getting myself used to it. I guess the idea, because realistically, your mama cuss, your daddy cuss, your stepmama cuss, your pre- like you hear it. You watch them. I'm. I'd be dumb to think that you won't. Now, if you did, if you do all that and you don't, then great, you're better than me. My grandmother is an example of that. Cool, but <laughs> yeah, my mom doesn't cuss either. But I, yeah, okay. Well, I'm glad that we had this moment to talk to y'all about prepare. I don't think, in my experience, I don't think it's been talked about about how dudes prepare. I think largely what we hear is beyond the i'm pregnant what do you want to do i feel like yeah but i behind beyond the what do you want to do what you gonna do we don't unless you are a woman who is with a man like these men or the husband or the boyfriend who's responsible to take care of their children you don't necessarily see beyond see or hear beyond the what you're gonna do and if somebody's like well i'm gonna keep it then as far as the media is concerned, unless it goes a certain way, a stereotypical way, you don't hear the story. You don't hear about the men who actually prepared for fatherhood or raised their children or just made the decision, I'm going to be involved. Even if to, to Ariane's thing, uh, I don't rock with your mama at all at this point. So I'm going to tell her to kick rocks, but I can't live in that even though that's how I feel because that's not who I am. Or to truly like, we're going to be in this relationship. That didn't work out, but I'm not going to abandon my child. Thanks. I feel like we hear enough of that. So that was part of the reason that we wanted, you know, just to have a conversation and hear from two men who are involved fathers um, in the lives of their children, sons and daughters, because, you know, Cody has, he has a little girl now. 
mm-hmm. um, of what that means. And it is definitely, to me, at least inspiring to see so many men, Black men, yes, I will put the race in it, whatever, um, in the lives of their sons and in the lives of their children and raising their sons to be responsible and putting ages and telling them, listen, even if I was out here spray slang, slanging, shooting up the club, I, that, I want you to do better. Or at the very least, to Cody's thing about age. Match me. Match me. I was 23, baby. So don't be younger than me doing this. Like you gotta at least, at least be where I was. If not, match me. I won't 41 yet. But <laughs> I'm not gonna tell my kids to match me. I'm not gonna ever do that. Don't do that. Don't wake them. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell my kids that. Now I'm gonna tell them, you know, responsible range, but I'm not gonna ever tell wait till you 48. I'm not gonna tell them that. I'm not gonna tell them that. No, um, but yeah, <laughs> I think, like she said, just to piggyback and kind of close out on what she was saying, you all stories aren't magnified um yeah. enough. You know, it's more so played to the left. Oh, okay, he was there. What is the one that was, like she said, you know, um, and we need more of these. We need, because it's normal. As much as people like to think that the opposite is normal, actually it's not. It's more normal than not to have situations like both of you all, like my boyfriend, like she said, like the husband. husband. Um, And and studies have proven that. That's the crazy part. And studies so have proven many more. And so many more. Um, you know, yeah, society will paint a, a, a horrible picture and then say, well, life is great. Pause. That's not right. So we want to make sure we get a full, here on this podcast, we're going to get all of it. We're going to get all the angles as much as we possibly can. We'd like to thank our guests for joining us today. And on that note, we will say, wait. That was so faint. Did it break that time? Did it break? No. Y'all gonna leave me alone. (laughs) Damn it. I I was gonna do the bottle, but it wouldn't have made. Oh, it sounds. Now it's plastic. I'm curious as to what the grade of plastic Gatorade is using. I have questions. Right. I have strong questions. bottle of Gatorade. <laughs> I have questions, Gatorade. <laughs> oh my goodness. I was honestly like, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Sharon, let us know about your uh, cheers to that wine review. What you giving it? Okay, this has got an overview on the back of La Vielle. La Vie Ferme has been producing authentic and delicious wines, blah, blah, blah. Wines are grown high on the slopes, which give this wife wine unique freshness and elegance. Pale pink in color. It's so pretty, y'all. It's just pretty. Why are wines on the slopes? Right. I guess they're in the mountains or the hills of France. That's what I'm saying. But this is like your third wine that's on the slopes. It is. Cause I did have one from the, but that was in the mountains. Listen, my my wine come from the mountains apparently. You say your black ass on the plains. What did you do? That was from the, <laughs> was from the mountains of the Andes. I don't know. Pale and pink color with soft undertones, fresh and very aromatic nose. Yes, this wine has a delicate bouquet with notes of red fruit, flowers, and citrus fruit. Nice balance between sweetness and acidity in the mouth. The finish shows fresh fruit and great length. It actually is great. 
I never really smelled it, but it is good. Um, I drank like half this bottle, so hopefully I don't have to buy another one. Um, I really did like it, and it's not just because I came from the gym and I didn't drink anything, and so like I'm dehydrated, and now we doing this now. Like y'all, today I had water cracker, so I am sauce. I will also say because we started saying that we're gonna do this. This is 13% alcohol by volume. So it's a 13% ABV for those of y'all who are looking for whatever. For those who don't know, with a wine, the highest you're going to get is 15 to 16. So this is on the high range. So if you're looking for something to just feel nice, here you go. Go to France. Um, It is aromatic. I don't think it's, I think it might be a rosé, but because it's dry, um, it is a good mix of dry and sweet. It is wonderful. It has a little fizz to it, but it's not bubbly um, on the palate because when you see it, it's flat, but it does have a little something to it. It's great. This would be something... Um, this is something that I would suggest with like a fish or a dessert. Actually, this would be really good with a, a dessert. If you're going to do it with a fish, I would suggest a fatty fish, I think. Like your salmon type of situation. Shrimp tacos. Shrimp crusted or shrimp. You know what? This would actually be good with shrimp tacos. I can't eat the peppers and shrimp tacos or I die. But I think that that's probably going to be a good situation. <laughs> I'm allergic to hot peppers, y'all. It's a wrap. Um, <laughs> but no, I think... And to the point we've had dessert wine, I think this will go really good with chocolate. And I don't even like chocolate, but I think this goes good. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. Cause Trey making these faces. God, Trey <laughs> faces. Uh, you know, I can't help it. I can't hide it. I can't hide it. <laughs> That's why I'm gonna say this. I don't like chocolate without something added. Like pure milk chocolate. No, like I like Snickers. I like Hershey's. Uh, Snickers, Hershey's with almonds, the crunch bars, the crackles. It has to have some type of nut shut up or it has to have some type of rice or something it has to have some additive for my chocolate but this will be good with but i'm thinking like a chocolate cake like i think this will be really good with a cake don't do like an ice cream it's gonna be awkward but i think like a a, a cake or i don't eat cheese cheesecake enough but if somebody eats cheesecake if you eat cheesecake and you try this and it works let me know because i don't eat cheesecake but i know a bunch of people that do um but something rich like that and kind of a little heavy but fluffy and that's why i also say the fish so it's good and i would give it a 3.75 oh okay cute and fluffy so mine's i ain't tasted y'all know why um <laughs> this is 13 percent alcohol by volume yeah, I'm about to be lit at this wine. Yeah, you are, because I think most of mine are up in them 13s. They're high. Oh, really? When, when is the next one up? Anybody going to be in the month? Last Saturday at three? Last Saturday at three? Last Saturday at three? I'm well, off on Saturdays now. I can do that stuff now. I'm free now. I <laughs> I'll listen. The May 27th, Trey. May 27th. Okay. It's gonna be a lit a lit wine out in France. In front, in France. A, a French lit wine out. Bring the Jameson. Okay. Oh, so okay. Um this is produced in yep, I'm not even about to do that. <laughs> region of Burgundy, which is well suited to the Chardonnay grape. 
So mm -hmm. this is 100% uncorked Chardonnay. It's 100% uncorked Chardonnay grape. Um, the flavor is supposed to be bright, crispy, with notes of apple and classic bourbon, uh, apple and expressions of this classic burgundy grape. So mm -hmm. it says it's perfect as an appetizer or with shellfish, crab cakes, or goat cheese. I feel like the back of these bottles are going to tell us what our what our menu needs to be at the wine out. Clear. I'm going to tell the husband, I need some, I'm going to just say, baby, I need some goat cheese. <laughs> and crab cakes, apparently, like, damn it. I'm definitely coming there. You said the magic words. Crab and cake. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> baby, I need some crab cakes, some goat cheese. The chocolate cake, you know, for the fluffy. For the fluffy. <laughs> for the fluffy. <laughs> Just saying. I'm bumping charcuterie, boy. We need dishes. We're going to have dishes <laughs> this time. Apparently, we're going to France. We need to be real French, real snowman. French, brother. I can get a croissant. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Croissant. Croissant. Uh -huh. Croissant. Uh -huh. I have to have these things. I told you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. uh -huh. Miss Man Trey got it between his nose and I'm not going to say it. No, no, you won't give me. The setup is real. <laughs> it was. Oh, so I'm excited to taste this Chardonnay. I'm glad I didn't buy that because I literally saw that in the store and I was like, it's a Chardonnay. Michelle's on it. I'm not even going to waste my time. Yes. Yeah, so. Proper from Blurs and Whiskey. You can catch me on Sundays on YouTube, Twitch, and Instagram. Uh, oof, YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. I don't know why we need to find a way to get on Instagram. But anyway, um, drinking podcast. We talk about comics, anime, video games, and we have a couple of drinks currently. Right now, we are on hiatus until June first. Uh, we will be back after then. But uh, we got a hundred and damn near. We almost have two hundred episodes now that are up on YouTube. So if you guys want to catch us, you can catch us there. Type in birds and ampersand whiskey. You'll see our you'll see our merch on Etsy. You'll see everything that we got to offer. So, and for me personally, it's trade proper everywhere. Google me. So, Rhonda, you try. Well, I just want to shout him out for 100 episodes because that's over 100, over 200. <laughs> I've been drinking right. 13 percent, 13 percent. I heard you though. Over I've been drinking. I had. That's a that's an accomplishment. We will finally hit our 100 this month. Oh, yeah. uh, well, we still babies back. in this game. <laughs> we still babies. Y'all hey, doing damn good. I'm proud of y'all. I'm very proud of y'all. Thank well, you. You can find me on Facebook, Ariane.smms, on IG, The Heart Gain Profit. It's an underscore after each word. And also at Revamp Fitness Academy on Instagram as well. Don't got the YouTube page and all that stuff. It's just a new. Oh. Did he just end himself? Come back. Come back. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> so again, that's Blurred's Whiskey Shop on Etsy. 
<laughs> we will have all of their links below. Y'all know that this tech is not always Technology be doing technology. It's not technology. always reliable. It might have. His phone might have died, y'all. So we like to say thank you for both of our guests for joining us and talking about what it's like to be a father, what fatherhood looks like, planning for fatherhood, and all the details that go into that. Um, be sure to join us each and every last Saturday for more laughs, more wine, more fun and a whole lot of randomness because that is our wine out Saturdays where we do our wine out wine tasting 3 p.m. right here on YouTube and Instagram and that you can follow us blah, blah, blah. at Instagram where you can follow us at a little something the number two wine out out um hashtag a l s the number two w a okay I said it slow because if I say it fast, it's going to be a lot. So I said it slow so you can follow that hashtag. If you can't find us on nothing, you can hashtag it out and you will come right up. We so created like, this before hashtags and before like acronyms were a thing, man. We did. So we'll come right up. Be sure to join us each and every Wednesday at noon or your lunch break. <laughs> Don't drink unless you're at home. Maybe. Working maybe from home. And still work from home. Yeah. Or work at the strip club. Look, we, we, Jesus. I, used to the I feel like we are supporting another functional alcoholics. I feel like I should bring it back. <laughs> I feel like we're supporting functional alcoholics. Shout out. But it's okay. Um, They do exist. They are real. Um, So be sure to join us on your lunch break every Wednesday at 12 o'clock for new episodes right here. Um, comment, like, share, subscribe. And remember, as always... There's nothing wrong with a little wine. Or a lot. Toodles, y'all. Thank you.